We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Got a great show. Apparently, I don't know what kind of animal it is. What's the animal that sees a shadow and comes out all the That'd time? That would be groundhog. Punks a tawny Phil. Was that a groundhog or something? Phil, yes. Yeah, well, the uh, Green Bay Packer groundhog apparently saw saw his shadow after spending all of two nights, not four, in a 300-square-foot dark room with a bed, a meditation mattress, and a bathroom, and he's out. So, assuming he wants to shower first, I suppose the clock is now officially ticking, waiting to hear what Aaron Rodgers is doing, and I put two and two together this morning, and I figured it out. You gave me the story yesterday. Oh, by the way, good afternoon, Evan. How are you? I'm all right. How are you? Great to see you, my friend. I wouldn't have made one night, by the way. Yeah, yeah, easily. Once I had a bathroom mishap, which would have happened Why right would you have had a mishap? There's a bathroom, like, in the place. Yeah, I'm aware, but An it's also... An actual full-on no. toilet the whole bit. Listen, I know it's in yeah. the middle of the room. It's also pitch black. So what? Like, you have no idea where you're going. Yeah, so you nice. No, no, no. <laughs> once I have the mishap, yeah. which means I accidentally, you know, all over myself, I'm yeah. done. I'm I disagree out. with you. I think the only issue is... And I've, I, I've often wondered this, to be completely honest, about those who are seeing impaired, blind people. Mm-hmm. I've always wondered how you know when you're done wiping. I've never quite figured that out. Or right. you just have a, I wipe five times and I'm done and that's what it is. Right. My issue would be that, not going on myself. Well, that's a part My of it. My issue would be... Did I get it all? Well, there's a lot of issues. Like, A, where are you going? Yeah. B, where are you pointing it? C, the wiping. It's a great point. Like, all of those issues. I'd say the second time I went to the restroom, I'm done. I'm out. Yeah. I ring the bell. I said, save me. Get me the hell out of here. So the fact that our future quarterback was able to last multiple Not days. Not staying in Green Bay, dude. I think that shows you the fight. I think it shows you the tenacity. Yeah. And it shows you that he's got the will to win in New York City. Well, uh, here's the problem. And I thought about this last night after the, we uh, ended the show at 6.30, as we always do. And I was, <laughs> I was, I was thinking about what you said, what I said when you told me the story that the Green Bay Packers have raised ticket prices, a nominal amount, anywhere from $3 to $9 per ticket right. you know, per game. So it's like 30 bucks to 90 bucks total, which, yes, it's nominal, but it's people's money. It's less money that they now have in their pocket. So you do have to be respectful of that. And I'm saying, I said to myself driving home last night, with the Green Bay Packers, a team that is essentially crowdsourced from an ownership standpoint, theoretically, right? There isn't an owner. Would the Green Bay Packers raise ticket prices for Packer fans to watch Jordan Love be their quarterback? And I say the answer is obviously no. They raise ticket prices because they've known all along that this whole darkness retreat was nothing but an attention grab. And Aaron Rodgers has already told them privately in his inner circle, which is leak-proof, mm-hmm. that, of course, he's coming back. And I think there comes a time where, for a lot of people, not all people, there is something to be said about having a Hall of Fame career with one team, not two teams or three teams. And when you add to that the reality that there are a lot of guys who have won a single Super Bowl, 
but the list of guys who've won two or more is a relatively small number in relation to how many guys have played quarterback over the 50-plus years of the league, right? So if you have a chance to get into that rarefied air of two Super Bowls or more, Mm -hmm. none of us are going to argue that the NFC is the way to go. So you're at the end of your career. You don't want to be a guy that's a vagabond. And your best chance to win is to stay put. They raise prices. He comes back. Everybody except for Jet fans are happy. There's one thing I think you're missing. Go right ahead, sir. Aaron Rodgers is very sensitive. Do you agree with that? I happen to agree with that, yes. Aaron Rodgers, Google checks himself news-wise. Like, he wants to make sure he knows everything that's written and said about him. Who would ever do something like that? I don't know anyone who would. Thank you, James Crotch, for a nice article yesterday (laughs) on Elite NY. Well done, sir. Exactly. Aaron (laughs) Rodgers cares what people think. And I really think that that report that came out Friday, whether it's true or not, is irrelevant here. There was a report from a longtime Packer writer that the Packer organization is, quote-unquote, disgusted with him. Which is garbage. doesn't matter if it's garbage, Craig. I'm not arguing the validity of it. What I'm going to argue is... Aaron Rodgers sees that. And he blames the writer, not the team. I don't know about that. It's a that. writer looking for attention. Come I don't on. know. Not a, not a writer who's been covering the team for a million years. Yeah. And who knows what Aaron thinks about that writer. He I, may say, hey, I respect that guy. Oh, that's true. I think it would piss him off to no end to think that anybody in that organization feels that way about yeah. him. And that's the kind of stuff that could convince him, I want to get the hell out of here. Well, I think he's that sensitive. I think he cares that much about what not only people think, but the people that have employed him for a decade and a half think. I, and I think that story from a week ago yeah. is a bigger deal than maybe you realize. Uh, I don't think it's a big deal at all. I think we made it a big deal. I think Teon Rodgers, it's just another writer looking for attention to make a name for himself. Yeah, but, but you've look, heard the way he talks about yes, this stuff. I know. It bothers not, him. Listen, I, there's a part of what you're saying I'm in lockstep with. I do think he's got rabbit ears. I, I do think he's and, sensitive. And, well, but, and one other yeah. thing about this. Uh-huh. Like, he doesn't know exactly what the Packers think of him, right? He doesn't know. He sees that report because, again, he's Google-checking himself. Right. He's making sure he sees it. Mm-hmm. You don't think his first reaction is, you know what, tell those bleepers to go bleep themselves. Um. Again, uh, could he say that? Yeah, I mean, theoretically he could. But I think he's got a better relationship with those uh, bleepers and the Packers than a random reporter that, in my opinion at least, is trying to make a name for himself. But here's the deal, and I've been thinking about this a lot. You're setting yourselves up. You're a bunch of clowns, and you're all setting yourselves up for inevitable disappointment. It's like the lottery. Uh, Is there a chance? Yes, there's a chance that Aaron Rodgers wants to play for the New York Jets. You can't even get through it. I'm sorry, that Aaron Rodgers (laughs) actually wants to play for the New York Jets. I suppose there's a chance. Much like winning the lottery, there's a chance. I'm not telling you not to be in on it, be in on it. I respect that. But at the end of the day, let's keep it real. Aaron Rodgers is staying in Green Bay. It makes the most sense for a myriad of reasons. And you're setting yourselves up. So I would say this, kind of like a kid hoping he gets a specific toy on Christmas. If you think you're getting it and you don't, you've just ruined Christmas. Yeah. Right? You get all these other wonderful gifts from your family, yep. but you didn't get the one you wanted. Yeah. You should have had a great Christmas, but you ruined it because you expected a certain gift. Let it play out. Have no expectations. It's easier said than done. Be pleasantly surprised that, that is so... if he says Jets 
But don't ask for it, don't anticipate it, and don't count on but it. But that's so much easier said than done. That's like how we, I live my life. We as sports fans can tell us that all the time. Like, we could say, oh, expect to win three games if you're a Jet fan. Expect the Yankees this year to get knocked out in the divisional series. Well, that always happens. Expect the Mets to actually not even make the playoffs this year. Like, set the bar low. As but low then, as possible. But then things start to change. Yeah. So our bar simply could have been, hey, the Jets are going to employ a quarterback that's better than Zach Wilson. That could have been the bar. Yep. And literally they could sign Baker Mayfield. And then you got you what you wanted. And we'd get that result. That's right. But you talk yourself into bigger things because those bigger things seem somewhat realistic. All right. And a Hall of Fame quarterback becoming available and a Hall of Fame quarterback being linked to the Jets is only naturally. It's Christmas Eve, and you're about to ruin Christmas. Yeah, but it naturally creates that expectation. What are we supposed to say? We're getting cold for Christmas? We're supposed to go into Christmas thinking we're going to get feces? No. We're supposed to think big. Well, but you set yourself up, and I'm tired of being disappointed. So I'm assuming we're not getting Aaron Rodgers. And if I wind up with Derek Carr, I'm thrilled. Because here's the rub for you. Mm -hmm. uh, I've been told that I say the rub a lot. That's a crutch of mine. So will you start counting how many times I say the rub? Okay, so far I one. said it once. One. Uh, I've said from starting now. Okay, I've said it once. The I'll rub. take one. All right. The uh, here's the scenario uh, for you, okay, Evan? Yes. The scenario is that Derek Carr is a major upgrade over what we got, and we all agree that he would uh, be a leader uh, of the Jets and get us most likely to the playoffs, right? Mm -hmm. But if you think you're getting Rodgers, if Rodgers is the gift you're begging for, and you don't get Rodgers. You're not going to appreciate getting Derek Carr. You're right about that. And that's the problem. No, you're right. So I just say, let's hope for Derek Carr. And if we get surprised with Aaron Rodgers, it's a win-win. Yeah. I, Everybody wins. You are right, though, that I like Derek Carr. Derek Carr is a major upgrade over what they have. But when you're thinking about a Hall of Famer, and you're thinking about a chance to compete with Joe Burrow and Justin Herbert and Patrick Mahomes and Josh Allen, yep. it's going to be... Fair or not, it's going to feel like a disappointment. It's going to feel like second place. It's right. going to feel like the bronze medal or the silver medal. But they should still be going for the gold. You can't have this loser mentality. They that I should know, go for the gold. Well, but as fans, we should want that. We, You can want it, but you can't count on it or think it might actually happen. Let the team do what they got to get the gold. Because if you get the silver you know what, and you think you're getting gold, Craig, you're going to be disappointed. Craig, I can tell you firsthand, yeah. I have played this game before. You call it Robertsitis, yeah. where I expect the worst. Right? I've been doing this a long time. I said it about the Nets. I said it about the Mets. I expect the worst. You really think it makes me feel that much better? You think um, I'm feeling okay about that? I think you're probably just a miserable guy when I'm it comes to sports. I'm a miserable sports human being. So what difference is it even going to make? You can play all the mental gymnastics you want. You can tell yourself this. You can tell yourself that. When you get kicked in the groin, you still get kicked in the groin. Your groin is still going to be sore. You're still not going to be able to have any babies. It doesn't change anything that you told yourself your groin's going to hurt. Your groin still hurts. And that's the rub on that, no pun intended. You said rub. Meanwhile, somebody left an iPad mini uh, here in the studio. They still sell those? I asked Brandon if it was Tiki's. He said no. So, but it's in Spanish. Oh. El Señor de los Cielos. Yeah. Ricky Ricardo. Stream new episodes of the hit Telemundo series now. That was yesterday at 636. Huh. Uh, somebody left a, uh, obviously I'm not going to open it, it's not mine, but I don't know, you want to give this to Spike? Uh, because it's, I'm sure, very expensive. 
Oh, you're damn right. I don't yeah. even think they make those minis I don't anymore. even have an iPad, but maybe I'll take this one over. <laughs> Can you uh, reboot this to make it your own? You gotta, yeah, give that to Spike. You got to crack the code to get it. Too. Now, from the Jets and Aaron Rodgers, there's another story out there, Evan, that I'm going to uh, walk you through, and you're not going to like it one little bit. You're going to yell and scream at me, tell me I don't know what I'm talking about, but I'm going to use one of your old arguments against you. Uh-uh. All right? I hate when that happens. So, uh, last week... You made a point, which I gave you total credit for because I never contemplated it, and you brought up stats. And the stats you brought up last week were that Ryan Tannehill, worst-case scenario, is every bit as good as Derek Carr. And if you want to look at playoff numbers, he's clearly better than Derek Carr. Did you not say that? I said that the drop-off between Rodgers to Carr is, to me, much more significant than the drop-off, if there is one, between Carr and Tannehill. I have the tape. You said uh, Ryan Tannehill's the same guy Derek Carr is closer with more playoff success. I said it's closer no, than people you realize. You said Ryan Tannehill is better than Derek no, Carr. No, I did not say that. Guys, did he not say Play that? Play the tape, then. Uh, they're finding it oh, right exactly. now. Exactly. I said it's closer than people realize. All right, so I'm gonna. I I found two quarterbacks I want to compare. Go ahead. I'm not gonna tell you their names. I'm gonna give you some stats. You tell me these are worthy stats, and then I'll tell you their names. Okay. All right. Go ahead. All right quarterback number one has uh, played in 63 games. He is 21, 31, and one. You want to mm-hmm. write this down? 21, 31, and one. All right. The other guy sounds a lot like Daniel Jones. The to other me. guy has played in sixty-five games, so a comparable amount of games. Right. His record is thirty-one and twenty-four. Thirty-one and twenty-four. Okay, so from a record standpoint, does guy number one or guy number two get the win? Guy number two has the edge. Okay, uh, complete, about like twelve games. Or okay, so. completion yeah. percentage. Yeah, they're both at sixty-four. It's a wash. All right. All right. Yep. Passing yards. Guy number one, eleven thousand six hundred. Guy number two, 11,900. I'm happy to call that a wash if you want. That's pretty much the same. All right. Touchdowns to interceptions. Yes. Guy number one, 60 to 34. 60 to 34. That's not bad. Okay. Guy number two, 68 to 43. 68 to 43. I'm calling that about a wash also. Ah. I'm giving the first guy a slight edge, actually. Okay. Slight, slight. Okay. Less interceptions by nine. That's significant. Okay. And eight fewer touchdowns. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Passer rating, they're both at 86. That's a wash. Okay. All right. Now, those two guys, without knowing their names, would you say that they are comparable career-wise? They're on the same plane, yes. Like, we couldn't make an argument based on actual tangible stats that this guy is so much better than that guy. Is that of, fair? Of the stats you gave. Fair enough. Yes. Okay. Like you didn't give certain other stats that I might look at, but all based right. on the stats you gave, they seem rather comparable. Uh, very comparable. Yes. All right. Yes. I, if you want me to get into rushing yards and all that, I can get to that as well. It's pretty close. Okay. Okay. All right. So guy number one, you are correct, is Daniel Jones. The tie kind of jumped okay. out at yeah, me. Yeah, I figured it would. I figured it would. <laughs> I apologize. All right, so guy number one is Daniel Jones. <laughs> if you said 21 and 31, I would have paused a little bit longer. Here's Guy number one, Danny Jones. Okay. There are people out there who've taken a million calls that think that Danny Jones deserves the rumored five years of buck 90. That well over $30 million a year is commensurate with his performance. I'm not saying everyone agrees with that. But we've taken a lot of calls that people are like, you can't give him $20 million bucks. Right, right. He's a $30 million quarterback, right? right. Now, who's okay. got number two? Okay, number two. I'm intrigued. Now, worst case scenario, number two 
is every bit as good statistically as Daniel Jones. Yeah, like the quarterback right? win-loss record, I think we admit there, you need context on that, so I okay. think it can be overrated. So, but the other numbers you gave, in fairness, are in the same ballpark. Okay. They're similar. So if I told you the other guy played for a team just as bad as the Giants over the last few years prior to this past year, you'd say, well, guy's a winner, right? Above, above 500. Okay, would you say that guy number two... I mean, deserves at least as much money as Daniel Jones, if not more. Is that a fair thing to say? I can't say that, no. You would not say that? No, because here's the problem. Yeah. And I don't know who the second guy is. I know is. you don't. A lot of what happened last year matters because you also want to see where a guy is trending. Okay. If a guy had a really good rookie season and a really good second season yeah. and has fallen off big time, there are factors here that could change that. So I would, I'd need to know that background information okay. before I just blindly say, pay each guy the same amount of money. Because okay. I have a feeling I know yeah. who the second guy is. Yeah. It's just a gut feeling. You have a gut feeling, Just huh? a slight, can, can I reveal my gut feeling? Would you rather me wait? I mean, are you aware of who it is? Do you I, already know? No, 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 no. You are Craig, totally unaware. Craig, my writing is just the numbers yeah. you gave. So it's just an opinion. Like, I'm just making a guess. Would you like to hear it? Well, I'll tell you what. Before you tell me who you think the guy is. I think, because I don't know for let sure. Let me just tell you how much money the guy makes. Okay. All right? Because this, this is the comparison I want to make, okay? The other guy whose stats are as good or better mm -hmm. than Daniel Jones, and they are very comparable, is currently in the NFL. Right. And he is playing under a two-year contract for $14 million. Interesting. $7 million a year. His numbers are the same or better than Daniel Jones's. Okay. You want to guess his name? I thought you were going to say, yeah. you know, who I thought. Now I'm confused because the guy I'm thinking of is a free agent. Okay. I thought you were going to say Baker Mayfield. Okay, not Baker Mayfield. No. Nope. So now I'm not sure who the second guy is. Yeah. Well, you're very excited about it. Well, I this couldn't guy. be more excited. You feel like you're proving some you kind of point. Because it proves my point all week <laughs> no, it that you don't give Daniel Jones 30 plus million dollars a the year. The second guy is Jacoby Brissett. No, it is not Jacoby <laughs> Brissett. <laughs> I'm just kidding. The other guy is Mitchell Trubisky. Mitchell Trubisky. Yeah, you want him over Daniel Jones? You want to make that trade? No. No? Because if it's exactly what I pointed out right. when I said I need to see where they're trending, Their I numbers need to see are where identical. they're going. Yeah, but Mitchell Trubisky. Mitchell Trubisky makes $7 million a year. Why would you give Daniel Jones over $30 million a year? It makes no business sense. Because, it's asinine. Because what did Mitchell Trubisky do the last two years he played football? Played for a crappy Chicago Bear team and rode the no, bench no, no, for a good portion no, of the year with the Steelers. No, he did not. He played for the Buffalo Bills as a backup where he didn't play, in fairness. Oh, I thought you were talking about earlier. My and bad. then he played for the Steelers last yeah. year where he played a handful of games. Yeah. And clearly they made the decision to go with Kenny Pickett. So over the last two years... Yeah. Yep. Option number two has thrown four touchdowns and six interceptions. Not played a lot so of football. when you ask me uh -huh. and you compare me the whole numbers, yeah. I did say something that mattered. I said, I need to know what's happened the last two years. Yeah. Because, yeah, in his first full season, really his second year, Trubisky was a pro bowler. The Bears made the playoffs. He oh. threw 24 touchdown passes. Yeah, he looked like yeah. he was an emerging star. Has Danny Jones been a pro bowler? No, but hold on. Yeah. He looked like an emerging star four years ago. Yeah. What's happened he since? He played for a dysfunctional franchise. But what's happened since? He was a backup to Josh Allen, and he obviously was replaced by a first-round draft pick of Pittsburgh. He flamed out, and yeah. we all looked at him and said, he ain't the guy. He's Jones just as is, good as Daniel Jones. No, he's not, because Jones is trending the other way. Uh -huh. Daniel Jones just made the playoffs and won a playoff game the example of Trubisky's from four years ago to the point where every team in the NFL had a chance to sign him. Yep. The Steelers did basically say he could be a dummy right. for the guy they draft in Kenny Pickett. Sure. And where is he now? He's who still wants, on the Steelers. But who wants him now? 
Would he yeah. be competing for well, a starting he's job? He's under contract to Pittsburgh. So if he was a free agent, yeah. where would he go? How much would he get? I paid? mean, he'd go to the New York Giants and you'd save a lot of money on your quarterback and be able to sign other guys because he's just as good as Daniel Jones. Not fair. 877-337-6666. And by the way, yeah. rushing yards are the same? Where'd you come up with yeah. that crap? I said close. They're not close. They're pretty close. Stop Within it. a couple hundred yards of each other. Yeah. They're pretty, pretty close. How many rushing yards did Daniel Jones have this year? 700 and change. Okay. Has Trubisky ever come close to that in his career? Uh, he has never had 700. Oh, has he ever oh. had 600? No. Has he ever had 500? Three-something. Okay. So, a little, little tiny bit misleading, right. but I want I to mean, give you Ryan credit. Ryan Tannehill's the same as Derek Carr. But is, Rachel I, Trubisky's the same as no. Daniel Jones. <laughs> no. I said the drop-off <laughs> is not as significant, <laughs> but... I give you credit. For doing research? Like, you did some research. Yeah. You came here with uh, some facts. Yeah. You confused me. You confused the audience. <laughs> you still lose, but you try. I would give Daniel Jones a two-year, $18 million contract. <laughs> couple million more than what Trubisky gets. And in the same ballpark talent-wise. <laughs> so, they, Jeremy's in Richfield, Connecticut. Jeremy, what do you got? What's going on, guys? Hey. Um, years ago, I was, I was sent away. To, to camp by my parents as a teenager. Mm. And as part of this experience, we, we, uh, we went on a spelunking expedition and, and ended up 300 feet underground in, in a cave in Virginia. A what expedition? One... Spelunking? Spelunking. Cave, cave, caving. Spelunking. Spelunking. Spelunking? 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 I think there's an R in it. I think it's Spelunking. 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 Spelunking? Wait, well, hold on. There's a rule on this show. You know yeah. how to spell <laughs> spelunking, and if you do, we're good. You know? Oh, oh man. You did it to his lap. Oh, I see no spelunking. Lot. I got spelunking. it. Here. Spelunking. Plural of spelunky. No, uh, really? <laughs> yeah, that's what it is. <laughs> All right, so what do you do? You go underground so, 300 feet, what happens? So, yeah, so the, the instructor, this guy with long hair, you know, yep. it looks like you'd buy something off him, says to shut all of our equipment off, and I'm a 16-year-old kid about 10 of us, and we're 300 feet underground. We're in a cave, cavern, shut everything off and sit there for about two minutes. Complete darkness, complete silence. You, you, start, to, you start to hear your heartbeat. Mm. You start to hear your blood flow. Like you, it's, it's terrifying. That's so, the point Greg, I'm making I think you need Craig. to do it. Yeah. And is there something somehow liberating for you or emotional or a connection or a difference you felt about yourself after the experience? Yeah, yeah, just just getting up to the earth was was good enough. It was uh, huh. just surviving. So it made you yeah. appreciate our beautiful earth. Well, it's like yesterday I said to Evan, uh, if I gave you 10 million bucks, would you want it? Yeah, of course. But if you, if I gave you the money and you didn't wake up tomorrow, would you still want the money? And the, the longest story, the short of that story is value today. Because you wouldn't trade tomorrow for $10 million. So maybe being in a room like 100%. this, even though you're not in a cave spelunking like Jeremy, would ah. make you appreciate the sweet sound of noise. I feel like I spelunked once in college. <laughs> once. But, uh, Have I a just, great day, guys. I just Say think it. the girl was from Cleveland, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> it's such a, such a weird word. Spelunk. Yeah. So in the United Haven't States. Haven't you ever spelunked yourself when you were a teenager? I think I do it every night. Yeah. So all over the place. Spelunking in the United States. You know what it's called in Canada? I uh, uh, do not. Do you want me to tell you? I mean, I'm assuming you're going to tell me. So in America, going into a deep cave, with blah, 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 is called spelunking. So in the U.S. and Canada, it's spelunking. In the United Kingdom and Ireland, it's called something else, to be fair. It's called potholing. Potholing? Potholing. Yeah. Huh. 
All yeah, right. Weird. Maybe the entry point is a little smaller I in guess, those countries so. than it is here. They could jump it in a pothole. I don't know. I once spelunked myself uh, <laughs> driving home from uh, from taking the SATs. You know, you can get in trouble for that. I believe you can. <laughs> you can get a lot of trouble. Yeah, and you can't spelunk at work. <laughs> no. I learned that the hard way, too. That's frowned upon. Yeah. Are you spelunking over there? <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm all alone. <laughs> <laughs> That should be a new dating site. <laughs> Spelunking.com. Spelunking. Hey, do you like spelunking? <laughs> Spelunk with like-minded spelunkers. <laughs> the problem is it'd be like 15 to 1 guys to girls. Oh, it always is. Always. Yeah, all those sites, are, from what I'm told, it's all dudes. Dude, I, I've been on the, the Twitter app that everyone's used to because I used to do third-party Twitter, and then Elon Musk got rid of it. And what I've noticed is that every other tweet is like this ad for dating sites in yeah. which they brag to you, all the women are attractive, and yeah. it's 10 to 1 women to men. And what, so I'm reading this saying, that's not possible. What's the name of the site? Oh, man, let me... Uh, so they're saying it's a dating site, and it's 10 to 1 women dudes. Basically, yes. That's bullcrap. Like, it's every that's other... That's like that Ashley Madison. It's 90 guys for every two girls. <laughs> right. Yeah, you're like, I can't believe I haven't found anybody who wants and, to cheat. And they're very smart. Like, <laughs> on the ad, they show very attractive oh, of women. Of course they do. So you're a guy, you're like, oh, I got to click on that. I'm going to be going out with her next week. So there's a place in Minneapolis in a location called Orfield Labs. It is known uh, by scientists as the world's quietest room. Okay. The chamber in this particular lab in Minneapolis is so quiet that you can actually hear your own organs doing their thing. Mm. After 30 minutes, you will begin to hallucinate. Now, I guess they've done a bunch of tests, and they have random people that I assume are paid to do it, but regardless of that, the longest... Any human being has ever lasted inside this very specific uh, room is 45 minutes. Can I ask a question? Now, about I'm not that, quite sure why that is. Well, because I think they feel that in such crazy, eerily silence, like they said, you're going to start to imagine things. But what if I go into this room and you can imagine me doing this and I start hosting a radio show? I start breaking talking down. Yeah, I literally, I start breaking down Darren Ruff's wrist injury. I start talking about WrestleMania. Like, you talk to myself, right? Yeah. Wouldn't that extend the craziness? Or would that. I think, I think the people that monitor the, let's just call us patients, the people that are in the thing, I would think that they would think you're going stir crazy. No, no, not stir right? crazy. Like, this is what I'm going to do. Like, to so kinda... you're going to do your own talk show to yourself. And, like, the first hour, you're breaking down the 86 Mets and yes. the 91 Giants and would whatever. You, would you avoid the craziness of the silence since but, you're talking? Like, you're I doing guess. something, right? Yeah. I mean, why? to a point, maybe. Yeah, yeah but why would you go into the world's quietest room and start no, yapping? Big Mac. Like, the whole point it. is to go in there and experience what absolute no, quiet is No, no, I'm responding like. to what he said, yeah, though. Yeah, could you that... last longer by talking? Of course. That's all I'm asking. Yeah, but yeah. if you started hallucinating, you're not going to know what's real and what's not. So yeah, you combating just... it with the Rico no, Bonia you... podcast no, 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 no. is not going to do anything. Why would I hallucinate? Wouldn't. I wouldn't be going crazy. Thank you, Big. You would just start talking. You'd hear yourself no, talking. You wouldn't I, be I silent say, in there. No. I think there's a limit to how long you could do that, too. Oh, Bingo. yeah, no, of course. Yeah, and I, it's, it's kind of like Tom Hanks talk, talking to Wilson. Right. Castaway, castaway. At some point, you run out of At some point, you're you're, uh, you, like, you're crazy. But that's the difference I was saying to you before between being in your bedroom in silence and being in a room like this. It's not silence. No. Like when we go into our bedroom tonight or you go into your basement, it's not silence. There's yeah. house noise. There's all sorts of noise. So this I'm, is I'm, different. I'm looking at, I'm on the Orfield Lab website right now. 
Uh, they have a thing. Hold on one second. I apologize. So the room is, it's called the Orfield Anechoic Chamber. It is the quietest place on earth. And I imagine that's probably been proven, right, in some, in some capacity. And they do it because part of the reason they do these studies on people is that people wind up coming up with exceptional ideas, experiences, uh, and other things. Um, but here, the world's for the Guinness Is that how you came up with Wag Wednesday? Did you go into a room? Yeah, that's what I did. Have an epiphany and say, yeah. Wag Wednesday. I was like, this will be the greatest thing ever done. <laughs> And then years later, people will try to copy by doing Would You Wednesday, <laughs> which makes no sense at all and is a desperate plea for help. <laughs> Yo, I think I'd go crazy in this joint, though, right? Oh, yeah. Don't you think? Yes. The quietest room in uh, the world. It's like going to outer space by yourself. Wouldn't oh. that freak you out, too? Wouldn't it be the same thing? Like, even if you're. Oh, in no, a- you could go. It's not even expensive. How expensive? Uh, the entry fee is 200 bucks uh, per person uh, with a $400 minimum. Now, how long do you stay? $200 per person. So you're going in with somebody else? Uh, I don't think so. Yeah, that changes the whole dynamic if you're with somebody else. Uh, you can reserve the chamber for 600 bucks an hour in order to take what's called the Orfield Challenge and see how long you can last. All right, so it's more than 45 minutes. As of June 22, okay. so just last year, the record to beat is two hours. Now, just think about that for a second. So uh, the room's got all these, like, soundproof cushions and whatnot. Let's just assume you are comfortable with where you can sit or stand. Like, it's not not like razor blades or anything like that. And for, you know, hundreds of people, if not thousands, have tried to see how long they can last, right? Mm -hmm. And the longest any human being has lasted is two hours. But, Craig, that seems for gazing. What if you go to sleep? Are you saying you're going to hallucinate in your sleep, too? Like, would the silence affect you while you're sleeping? I don't know. I have no idea. Because that would be the easiest way to to knock off five hours right off the top. All right, it says, what happens if you stay in the quietest room for too long? If you stay in it long enough, you can actually start to hear your heartbeat. The ringing in your ears becomes deafening. Uh When you move... Your bones make a grinding noise. Oh, that, that's why you can't sleep. Eventually, you lose your balance because the absolute lack of reverberation sabotages your spatial awareness. That's insane. You know, there was a study back, I don't know, I think it was World War One, it may have been two, uh, so you can fact check me if you want, where they took uh, newborn babies that I think were found... After, like, attacking a village or this or that. So they're basically uh, parentless, right? They're orphans. And they did a study where they put these babies in a room with no human interaction whatsoever. And every one of the babies died. Gee. Crazy, right? That is crazy. Yeah. So So 26 minutes for you? Is that your guess? 26 minutes. Yeah, you're not making two hours. Could you imagine what it would be like if you merely tried to stretch and hurt... I know, it'd be awful. That's why you can't sleep. Like, it's your bones... Ma- nah, I don't want no part of that, man. And you know what's the worst part? Because we were hearing about this and reading about it, you're already mentally beaten before you enter. 
Because you're already hearing about all these crazy okay. things uh, that are going to happen to Again, you. Evan, you're treating it like, I understand the longest or whatever, but you're treating it like some sort of, kind of contest to be won. Well, it is a contest I go in there with, no, that's just how long people have gone in. Most people, I would imagine, go in to experience what it's like. They don't want to spend 600 oh, bucks and then nap. Come yeah, yeah, and then come out with, I was in there yeah. for four hours. Evan's disagree. bringing a cot with him. I disagree. You don't think it's a competition, Chris? No, it's about the experience of, of sitting in absolute silence and what that would be like. Well, I think there's two things. I think it, to go sit in the quietest room on earth that's a competition thank you i want to see that i can last longer than right, that's exactly what i know I'm but i'm not going to take shortcuts thinking oh i'm going to somehow if i, I nap, think, i'll I win think, i don't think there is a shortcut there is no shortcut no, yeah. if you sleep big if you try to fall asleep if you big take man, you know three it doesn't uh, you know add the pms before you get in there it obviously doesn't work because what they're saying is and I, I get it now i didn't understand it at first is that it's so quiet that even when you're sleeping you're going to hear your heartbeat you're going to hear your bones move it doesn't work and i completely disagree with both of you guys I think most people would look at it and say, game on. I can beat that, and I know how I'll do it. That's how we yeah, are. I humans. think it's an experience, though. I'm not going there to like beat. So what? So I could be in some record book. What? Like, so I, get, I like, think the do I get like my picture on the wall and then half off the next time I go. The I Aaron Rodgers thing is not about competition. Not Aaron Rodgers. That's but about, about more this. like cleansing your soul and getting in touch with you and your brain and what all that stuff, right? The thing we're talking about, which is the quietest room on earth. That's more about, all right, how much did he do? How much did he do? How much did he do? My goal is to beat you. That's my goal. No, I don't think so. The Aaron Rodgers thing is different. He is trying to cleanse his mind. But in this case, especially when you see it, like, okay, this is the record. Like That's just because he's he's reading something where they're like, you know, you don't go in there for long. The longest has been two hours. Yeah, because no no one's beating it. That's yeah. why. No, all right, but I, I bet you if you Google this retreat on the retreat somewhere, the longest anyone has ever done has ever done is six days. That doesn't mean that everyone shows up doing it do seven and eight days. Okay, and we disagree. I don't okay, uh, I want to go in there and see if I hear things and hallucinate. Okay, I have an experience. Okay. How about this? Okay, okay. The room is so quiet that if a seven forty seven jet took off right next door, you wouldn't hear it. Wow, how do they do that? I mean, I know soundproof. Wow, there's a lot of concrete. Wow. So it's concrete. uh, 99.9% of all sounds are absorbed by the way it's built. Right. That's crazy. We you know we should. That'd be a great new parenting tool. <laughs> Let's stick your kid like, in there for yeah, five minutes. Your kid dumps on himself again. Throw him in, the, in that room. See how quickly. <laughs> see how quickly he gets potty trained. <laughs> Daddy, I promise I'll never poop my pants ever again. Yeah. Well, it sounds like your parents tried that with you in the basement. Did it work? No, I told you my what my parents said. I don't know if I ever told you this story. When I was in first grade, I is I had Tourette's. I have Tourette's, and they didn't know what Tourette's was back then. And I constantly was you know had ticks from Tourette's. Moving my neck around, so my neck hurt a lot, right? I'm seven, eight years old, first grade. And I will never forget this. They were sick and tired of me moving my neck around. So I come home from school one day, and there's an old man in a lab coat in my tiny little uh, bedroom. And they connected to my bed what's called a traction device. And they're like, you're getting in. I'm like, well, what is it? And this device, and it looked like a medieval device, Evan, Connected to your neck and head, rendering you impossible to move your neck and head. So you became like a prisoner in your own bed. Oh, that's brutal. Yeah, you couldn't. I, I could move my extremities, yeah, yeah, yeah. but I couldn't move my neck or my head. And the thought was if they left me there for three days, other than bathroom breaks, that they would uh, kind of like beat the behavior out of me. Boy. All right? So this is where I fell in love with baseball. <laughs> when did you fall out of love with baseball? A week later. <laughs> And I'm laying in this bed. Yeah. I'm in traction, so I physically cannot move my head or my neck an inch. 
So they, the way they had me, they brought up, we had one TV in the house, 13-inch black and white TV. Never forget it. They set up the TV in the room, and they happened to leave it on NBC, I guess it was. And on the Saturday when I'm sitting there, like a mummy, Joe Garagiola mm -hmm. came on TV with the baseball game of the week. Huh. And for three hours, he got my mind off the fact that my parents were awful human beings yeah. who hated children. Yeah, I was going to say, I, I mean... Forgiving them for that, and they're wonderful people. They still hate children, but they're wonderful people. It's also like the time must have sucked. I mean, everyone talks glowingly about yeah. the 1950s, but clearly for them to do that to you in the 50s yeah. is yeah. cruel and unusual punishment. It was the 1970s, but close enough. <laughs> close enough. I will. It was three days. Can you imagine that? Yeah, I got home from school oh on a Friday. God. I didn't get out of the traction until Sunday night, other than going to the bathroom. Right. Yeah. We love you so much. I'm glad we 50 years later. We know you stop moving your neck. We just want you to. I'm glad many years later we've come around on this. We don't treat people uh, that way anymore. Oh, but you're worthy of consideration. <laughs> it's, it's like clockwork orange carton style. <laughs> yeah, that's what it was. So, you think your childhood was tough? I got you beat by a long shot. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.